Welcome to Kicking It Local, the podcast all about the football community in South Australia. Today's guest is uh, very cup-themed because he's won many, many cups in the Federation Cup in South Australia, and he's also he's also appeared in the Australian Cup as well, formerly known as the FFA Cup, and uh, about to make another appearance there. He's the face of Adelaide City. He's almost the poster boy for the league in South Australia and the standout player in the 2022 Federation Cup final. Nicholas Borko, mate, thank you so much for joining me. Johnny, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. Big fan of the show, been listening. Um, Had some great guests, so I'm glad that I've uh, joined that uh, line of people that are here. Oh, thank you, mate. Very nice of you to say. And uh, a lot of the guests I've had on as well, well, actually a few of them you've played with. So, yep. And uh, also had in your team as well with uh, Arthur Labrosciano. Yep. Team Um, manager for two years. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. So we've got a lot to get through today. I can't wait to chat. You've been at LA City for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's a club that means, I'm sure, it means a lot to you. Um, you can tell in the way you play um, how much it means to you to be there. But uh, you've been at a lot of different clubs, or a few different clubs, not a lot, but they're all been Italian. There's one thing, they've yeah. all been Italian clubs. Yeah, stick to my own kind. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, look, yeah, my, look, my dad uh, moved here when he was five, so uh, my mum's also Italian. So growing up as an, as an Italian-Australian, yeah. of course, and... Always, uh, yeah, always looked at uh, sticking with the people, you know what I mean? So had plenty of offers <laughs> and plenty of calls from other clubs, uh, especially, you know, one of my mates at yep. West Adelaide, Harry, good man. Yep. Shout out to Harry. <laughs> um, but yeah, couldn't, couldn't like, they always used to give me cr- uh, a bit of stick because West Adelaide colours are blue and white like Pescada. Yep, uh, yep. Italian team, uh, as yep, you can yep. see. So he's like, we'll just cover the West Adelaide badge with a Pescada badge. I'm like, yeah, good luck. But, yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. So you, yeah, LA City now. 110, everyone knows LA City is an Italian club. Juventus yeah. used to be called back in yeah. the day. And then you got um, Blue Eagles, which you played senior team as well. But uh, your junior years were back at Campbelltown and Western Strikers, both other big uh, Italian teams, yep. um, especially in the Western suburbs. The Western Strikers used to be at uh, Venetal Club. Yep. So you were there at that time at the Venetal yeah. Club. What was that like? Yeah, it was good. Like, So the story is like uh, at that at my age, at five and six, there yep. were no junior or academy or anything like that at yeah. that age. Adelaide City didn't have it because my mum was telling me that she rang Adelaide City to see if they had catered, they could cater kids at that age and they yep. couldn't. Oh. And Western Strikers was the only one. So it's funny because uh, Costa Mantis uh, posted a, a, a picture of our squad, development squad, yep. two years ago. And just a mixture of people, like Greek boys, Italian boys, yep. heaps of people like Perry Mitras, yeah, yeah. Costa and a few others. So I've played with them then. I didn't even know it then, <laughs> but played with them later down the track. So the story is the reason why I used to travel from east to west was because Western Strikers were the only um, club yep. in South Australia that um, catered for that age group. So I ended up, I loved it there, yeah. stayed there for five years. And then um, my mum and dad were like, we're sick of driving <laughs> from Norwood to uh, Royal Park. So pick an Eastern club and plenty of yep. plenty of, um, clubs to choose from. So Campbelltown was it because of uh, I went yep. to school to Ross Trevor. So. What was it like playing at Campbelltown? Was it, yeah. was it a fun club to be a part of? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, from what I, from what I remember, um, because I went to school, with a lot of my teammates uh, obviously it's easy because you go to training you go to school yeah. um, play games we always talk about it so um, yeah no it was really good um, it's changed obviously since then a yeah. lot um, but yeah it was good enjoyed it um, talking about the Venetal Club did you have a lot of passes when you were down there at the Venetal Club yeah yeah <laughs> and uh, just awesome experience because like the pitch is right there by the club room as you've seen it yeah it's really enclosed it's, it's got a real nice club feel about it so yeah. it would have been cool if Western Strikers kept that but obviously they moved to Carnegie so yeah well mm. unfortunately that yeah happened but for those who don't know Venetal Club is an Italian club yep. where it's not just football related but I think Western Strikers had a partnership with them Correct. or something yep. and trained on their 
beautiful grounds mm. out of that stage, which is unfortunately just um, derelict now. It's empty. Yep. Doesn't look great, but um, it's for a different use now. But up in the eastern suburb, there's still a couple more clubs up there that are still running, Italian clubs. I think yep. Market Club yes. is another one. Club, have you ever been yeah, up yeah. there for the past or not? Oh, I have been <laughs> once or twice, not for a long, long time. Um, but yeah, no, nah, yeah. yeah, there are heaps of them out There's Campania Club, yep, uh, Arta Villa Club, yep. that Charlie Sabatino goes all the time <laughs> to. So we always hear about that. So they're little ones. I mean, that's not my region, so I don't really go no. there. But I've been there before anyway, and they're, yeah, they're quite good. Yeah, no, those clubs are great. And that's one thing I love about football, even mm. though it's not football related, but the cl- the culture kind mm. of links into the football side of things. And you look at Croatia, Adelaide Croatia exactly. as well. Vlado talks about um, Croatia's, uh, the drinks down there yeah. after games. <laughs> Darakia, I think it's called, is it? Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think it is. Yeah, yeah I can't yeah. say it, but um, I've never had it actually. But yeah, so there's like that's a cool thing about it. Mm. And you've been around the Italian cultures. What were the clubs like, being, uh, like in your junior years? Yep. Was there much Italian back culture involved like when you go for dinners and stuff like that definitely yeah yeah pizza pasta um a lot like most of the kids were italian you know what i mean like because we all went to rostrevo or nord moriata or whatever it was those schools around the east and ever you know there was those rivalries between the clubs adelaide city Campbelltown, blue eagles especially with Campbelltown, of course so um you know uh, it was not only that, but when I moved from Campbelltown to Blue Eagles and that, I knew everyone there as yep. well. So, it's, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. it's just, everyone used to move a little bit just to like, if that wasn't working out or if that, you know, yep. to be closer to friends. So, everyone knew everyone and that's the community, right? Yeah. You know that better than anyone. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, when you moved to Blue Eagles, yep. what was, what, was there another reason for going there or just you wanted to get a different experience? Yeah, no, actually, club? I got selected for a B team at Campbelltown and I... Just, yeah, it was just, I, I like, I just didn't want to be there anymore. It was just, you know, yeah. I thought, oh, what am I doing wasting my time? So Background politics or? Oh, I, d- I couldn't even tell you, to be honest. Like, yeah. I was just a young, naive kid at the time. So, yeah. Um, and then um, I, I sort of, I made a bit of a blue. I should have gone to the 19s trials instead of going to 17s, but uh, ended up making the 17s and then. A good That's friend of Blue Eagles. Yes, yeah. a good friend of mine, Mark Bosio, who who is involved at Adelaide Uni Women's now. He was the coach of the under nineteens, and it took him a few months to see me because yep. I didn't go to his nineteens trials. I should have, and then he uh-huh. he plucked me out, and we sort of I was playing Sundays, training with them, and then sometimes yep. played a couple games Saturdays. But yeah, he loved me, and ever since then we have built a rapport, and we're really close mates now. So yep. so yeah. you held off. If you had gone for the 19th, you yeah. reckon you would have been a couple of months ahead of it? Yeah, of what I would have probably got selected and then just been yep. dropped down to the 17th to get game time. And But I would have been there in that full-time environment, yep. which probably would have been better. But, you know, much <coughs> of a muchness really now. Well, now it doesn't matter now because yeah. you know, you've been around for a while yeah. now and uh, you're only 32. So you still yeah. got a, 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 a far career to go. Like it's the only mm. what, peak of your career pretty much or towards the uh, yeah. towards the uh, the near the far end of the, the peak. Yep. But... Um, but you still got a long time ago. If you look at Nigo, he's been there for a oh. long time. He's still gone. He's still going. <laughs> he's still going. Benny Moore uh, quit at 38, wasn't he? Buddha's yep. still going. So these guys I've played with, they're all still going. Look, I mean, it just depends on personal life and mm. and how things sit. I mean, fe- feeling really good. Body's feeling good. Yeah. Um, the club, uh, the people that are there, Pez yep. and Hadji and, and these kind of, they know how to look after us. So it's really helped my game as well. Uh, career extender, we'll call it. And yep. So I guess it just depends. It's all the week by week. Honestly, as cliche it is, as it is, it's a week by week basis now. Oh, I can imagine. It's And also, um, at the level you're at, you're still um, 
playing in the NPL. You're about to play in the, uh, the Australia Cup again. Yeah. So you're, you're still at a very good level. Adelaide City is probably the uh, the benchmark of the NPL at this moment. But before that, Blue Eagles, is mm-hmm. you played a couple of years there, yep. seniors. Yep. Um, so you are there from 2016 to 2011, so five 20, years. 2006, yep. Sorry, yep. 26, 2006. Yep. Sorry, yep. that's right. I said 16, but yeah, um, yeah. 2006 to 2011. Yeah. Um, what was that period like? Because we were there for five years. The final two years were seniors. Yeah. But um, what was that period like to, yeah. to be a part of that? So the, the period from 2006 to 2008, the first team struggled a lot. Yep. Nearly got relegated to, uh, in 2008 in our 50th year, I remember. And it was just, it was funny because Campbelltown won at last game of the year. We'd lost at Croydon. They beat White City and White City got relegated. We stayed up thanks to Campbelltown. Oh, wow. In 2008, yeah. our 50th year. So that would have been a disaster. The next year, the club went through a transition period. We got Zoran Karazic back as coach, who had a, who won four or five championships as a player coach yep. in the 90s. So then things started changing. Uh, he brought in heaps of unbelievable players. And the club went nine wins in a row. And then wow. um, Adelaide City and Metro and, and um, us were fighting uh, yeah. for the whole season. And we ended up losing in the prelim which I actually came on for half an hour against Adelaide City at Campbelltown. And then Adelaide City lost the final to Metro. So Metro won one nil. Um, and then that carried on for us for the next two years. So I started being in the uh, first team set up full time, 2010 yep. and 11. And the squad was incredible. I mean, I, I struggled to break in at the start. Zoran was a fantastic coach at the time. He was brilliant. Um, we had some fantastic players. We had, you know, obviously Gino in goals, yep. absolute legend. Uh, at the back, Dean Kendrick, Damella, um, Gianluca Legardi, you know, Vasari, Faletti, Cunavellas, Parisos up front, Bajaya, all these names, just incredible players. And it, it, the team was phenomenal. So success came. Uh, everyone demanded success. Everyone demanded work rate. You know, the times have changed from then yeah. to now. Like everyone's a lot more precious now, obviously, because it's the modern world. But yeah, back then we were all hard on, on each other and ourselves and very competitive. And just, it was great to grow up in that environment. Yeah. Well, I say unfortunately about that. It's not like that anymore. That's my perspective. But yeah. your perspective, yeah. do you like the way it's gone with football? People not being as hard as what they were when you were starting? Yeah. Or is that kind of hurt the game a little bit i think it has hurt the game a little bit because when i was playing then there were men it was just all men very physical the game was not as fast because obviously you know the game now is just um like conditioning and yeah. and um or strength and conditioning's just at a ridiculous level but it was very physical back then so it helped me yeah. uh grow up but um, I think, look, yeah, it is a quite young league now. So I would say that technically it has dropped off a little bit, yep. but it's so fast that a lot of players in my day when I was growing up probably wouldn't be playing now, if yep. that makes sense. And well, we still see some really good players that have mm. had, that are older, maybe yeah. not your your age, maybe a little bit older, yeah. that are now playing State League 1, State League yeah. 2. Do you reckon it's for that reason that they've gone down to those levels? Potentially, yeah. I think not only that, like uh, physically, but I think just personally, I think people realize that they've got other things in life and yeah. the state league one state league two levels less demanding yeah like our schedules this year for late city the last two years i should say have been really demanding yeah so i guess everyone's different but the way what what paul pezos has instilled and are demanded from us as a playing group is just next level it's yeah. been incredible it's yeah it's good loved it yeah it's fantastic yeah he's been one of the best coaches i've ever had well, I want to talk a little mm. bit more about Paul Pezos because there's a bit of history um, with you and him before yeah. these, uh, before he came to Adelaide City. Mm-hmm. But there's still a little bit more at um, Blue Eagles. You were in the cup, grand finals a couple of times. Yep. Also cup finals as well. Yeah, yeah. So, but the first year in 2010, you lost that grand final. 
Yep, we uh, lost LA City. Yep. So, and uh, Nigo scored in that one. He did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bloody Negus. Did he ever, and he ended up being teammates with him later on as yes. well. So yes. there's um, always those links between you and uh, former clubs and that, and also future players. Yep. There's heaps of those that have happened because mm-hmm. the following year, um, you lost the uh, the cup final to Western Strikers. Correct. Yep. Um, and uh, then you won the grand final on penalties. Against LA City. Yep. yep. So yep. <laughs> the links back and forth yeah. yep. across your career has been unreal. And uh, what was those moments, What were those moments like to, to win your first cup final yeah. and then also lose the following year, the first cup final um, there as it's well? It's actually funny ask because we were talking about this the other day because obviously we won on the weekend and everyone said, oh, did you guys party hard? Not really. Like It was a bit subdued because after winning the championship last year, it's just so different yep. and cups are great. Like Winning a cup is awesome, but we've got a job to do. We, you know, yeah. We're equal points with Comets. We've got to win on Saturday. So you sort of keep a lid on it. Yep. In 2010, the cup final was the last game after the regular season. Then we had the week off of, to prep for finals. But because what I'll describe it as is it was our first trophy as a playing group together yep. as mates. So we went nuts on the Saturday night at the yeah. and we had the best time and I'll never forget it. Right. So, when you win a f- your first trophy as a playing group, you don't forget about it and yep. you enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? And then that led us into getting more success. Obviously, we lost that the GF four weeks later, 1-0. But then the next year when we won it, it yeah, yeah. We, it, it set us up, if that makes sense. And yep. it was, yeah. So that my, my mem- memories are really good. Like we played Metro as well in 2010 and we had a massive rivalry with them yep. that year. So it's, um, because yeah, I was there, I was lucky enough to be there, um, doing boundary for the uh, broadcast for that game, live stream for the 2022 grand final, which mm-hmm. you just recently won. Yep. And I want to get in more in depth about that game because it's a huge game and you were one of the standouts <laughs> for that game. Yep. Um, and Twitter agrees with me as well, I think, soccer <laughs> Twitter, but, um, you, um, that game there, I didn't notice it was a little bit subdued. So mm. you, it, you guys, it was, did it not feel as big as last year? It was, is that what it was? I think when you compare it to a, a, a championship final, a grand final in yep. the state, obviously it's not as big. Um, I think, look, we just wanted to get the job done because we'd lost it last year. We're here. We've got yep. to get it done. Yep. So, and it's not like, it was a little, obviously when you're up 3-0 with half an hour to go and the other team's got 10 men, you want to just get yep. the job done, finish it off. We won 5-0. Yeah, we're celebrating, but you know, you've got to keep a lid on it because at the end of the day, you want to, like as mm. Pez always, Pez said um, after, to, and he said all year, we need to win everything. That's mm. how, that's what we've set out to do. Do you know what I mean? So it's just, it's not, that we didn't enjoy it. We loved it because you got to win every trophy, but that's the thing. We've got to win the other, the next two now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that's how, that's how we look at it at the moment. Absolutely. Well, it's the good way to look at it because mm. last year you finished second on the ladder to LA Comets. Yep. Last second, dying yep. second in yep. 2021, um, which was huge for them. But then they lost the grand final to you guys on yep. penalties, which was a massive win. And I saw how much it meant to the, to uh, your club as well because yep. everyone just ran, um, ran onto the field yeah. and it was a great celebration. That's what I mean. That's why. That's why I can't. This this weekend just gone. You this that final that celebration last year was yeah. eleven years in the making mm. for this club. Like obviously being a part of a team that beat Adelaide City in twenty eleven. Yeah. So that was one. That was Haller's second grand final, and then he's gone on and lost another four. So five total. I've been a part of those four with him. Yeah. So being there with him all the way apart from that first one and then enjoying, you know, even Joe Costa, he's, he's been three ACLs, yeah. A-League contract, has been fighting for something to just to play and mm. then he's gone and come back and 
redeemed himself and won a yeah. championship and done so well all season. Like it just meant like so much. And also Johnny, like the fact that we lost the league after being clear yeah. and you know, everyone thought, Oh, they, they've choked. Oh, they're going to choke with this, that, but we regrouped. Like it wasn't yeah. no panic buttons. You know what I mean? Like even this year, yeah, we were seven points clear or whatever, what, whatever it is. And we're equal now, but it's, it's, it's not about like, obviously you want to finish top, but at the end of the day, it's about winning that last game. Yeah. In 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 uh, Europe or majority of the countries mm. in the world, finishing top is number one because that's the the big prize. But unfortunately, yeah. the Australian culture, which is a great culture as well, I think that we have the grand finals. But unfortunately, whoever finishes top, not many people will remember that. Which Correct. Is, which is not. Which um, is sad. Which is sad. Yeah, because it's a, it's a whole season you're building up. Twenty two games. Yeah. And you know I, that's why I want to finish top because you know it's it's important and it shows that you're the best team all year. But again, the reason why I I know a lot of people don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. I want you know you want to finish top, but we don't have Europe. We don't have yeah. European places. Yeah. Top four, Europa League, whatever. Mm. So you got to keep it interesting. Yep. So how do we do that? We introduce the top six. So, that, like, you know, at the moment, right, there are four teams fighting for top spot yep. and even Metro are probably a little bit behind. What would everyone else be playing for apart from the bottom three? Yeah. All those teams made up in the middle. They're not playing for Europe. No. You know, they're not playing for a million dollars per place. <laughs> yeah. They're playing to f get a top six spot or yeah. to stay up. So, yeah. I get why we do it. We need to keep it interesting. But, obviously, yeah. it has to be like that here, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, yeah, because mm. you've obviously got four teams at the top yeah. that are fighting for top spot. Then the next four aren't really can't really get that top four right. so and then the bottom three like you just said they're, mm. they're actually they're, they're all the bottom three are likely to be relegated and then there's no other ones that could get relegated so yeah it's going to be stale in the middle of that's then, what I mean games. and, so, and that, I think that's when the t I think about 14 years ago 15 years ago Adelaide City won the mm. the league because there was no playoffs yep. by a mile so what, with six games to go everyone was like what are we playing for like yeah. what are we doing so I think that's where the federation chose to go back to finals yeah so that's why i sort of had an understanding as to why it happens here yeah do you know what i mean like that's that's how i see it obviously it's not real football in that sense but yep. we have to, you know we have to do it because yep. it keeps it interesting otherwise we lose people and we don't have that many you know we need more people at games we need more interest mm. and uh, you know i do like the cup final uh, the, the sorry not the cup the but the grand final series it is actually interesting and mm. i think we're it's unique to Australia. Yeah. It's, um, I think America do it as well, and only yeah. maybe one other, or a couple other countries um, in the world. But it's something we should embrace now. It's part of our culture now. Yeah. It's not something we can change. So let's embrace it. Um, and it. I think we need to have both the. Um, I recognize both teams. Yeah. That win the finish top and win well, the that's it. And it was just weird. Like, I must admit, last year it was weird playing Comets five times. Yeah. Um, obviously playing them three times. <laughs> we only played them for the last, they, they were the last time we played three times in a yeah. row because you have the two-legged playoff. So maybe they should look at changing that somehow. Maybe like the A-League mm. do the top two week off, then they get a home final. Yeah. Obviously it's harsh if you lose, you know, mm. the one the, in our league, the top two get the double chance. But I don't know. There, there are always alternatives, but I think it, it creates interest. Yeah. And that's what's been missing in our game for how long? Yep. Too long. Well, there's so much we can talk about Adelaide mm. City, uh, your time, because you've been there for a while now. Yeah. Um, and you can see how much it means to you as well, this club. Um, but what was the reason that got you to move from Blue Eagles yep. to Adelaide City? Was there anything, any reason? Well, mainly Damien, Damien Murray. Um, we were working together at the time and 
he could tell that I was probably a bit too comfortable at Blue Eagles. Like, mm. you know, um, wasn't testing myself. I needed to learn a bit more and he could teach me a lot. And he just, he sold it to me. He's a salesman. He, yeah. he knew what to say. Um, and then obviously like I've had my, my family have been involved at the club in the past um, through marriage. And my dad always used to go to Adelaide City games, used to take me. So yep. having the opportunity to play for Adelaide City and having Damien Murray come, like, yep. talk to you all the time about it, like it sold itself. Yeah. Um, obviously, it was a bit hard. It was a hard decision because I had so many close friends at Blue Eagles and we just won the championship. But yep. I just thought for me, I needed to do it. So that was the main reason. Were you a fan of theirs when they were in the NSL days? Yes, I used yep. to go a lot. Yeah. So to be able to play for our club, even though yeah. they weren't in the NSL, but still they had that nostalgia part to it. 100%. Because that, that was part of the big reason to, to Definitely, to definitely. And I just think at the time, um, I think I thought, I felt Damien was by far the best coach yep. in, the, in the league. Uh, so I thought he had so much to offer me um, to improve me as a player. So yeah, it just it was a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So 2012 was when you moved there. Yep. Um, so that that is almost the start of when there was a, another good period for um, Adelaide City because mm. 2013 you won your first um, cup final with with them. With yep. them. Yep. And as we mentioned previously, Nigo and uh, Arthur Labrosciano were part of that team with you. Yep. They're past uh, kicking the local uh, guests as well. Yep. And they spoke about that period as well mm. of how great it was to work under Damian Murray. What was it like for you to be a part of that squad as well? And also your current co- captain as well. Um, Paul Pezos, yeah. Yeah. No, so our current coach was playing yeah. in the uh, against you, yeah. but that was in 2014, I believe. Yes. Um, and he was yes. with us for six months. My yep. first six months, he was with us at, tw- yep. at LA City as the cap. Uh, he was, uh, no, Buddha was captain, but um, he was still playing. And yep. then he obviously left. And Matt Halliday, like yeah, you Matt Halliday, sorry to cut yes. you off. Yeah, that's right. Um, Damien actually like... That that summer, he actually made a lot of changes. So it was myself, Joe Allwright, um, Alex Sinaski. Um, there were a few others. Uh, I just can't remember off the top of my head. All these kind of guys got he brought in, yep. and we started something new. Like it was like a he rejuvenated the whole squad, and it was like the aim was to keep these boys together for a long time to try and get yeah. success. And it was we had we everyone just built this fantastic rapport. Like I just can't explain it. Like, uh, you know, Buddha was welcoming to everyone. He was fantastic. Mm. Nigo as well. Like, you know, we had that great balance because we were all. I was twenty two at the time. Joel yep. was twenty three, twenty four. You know, Wooly was twenty three. Malsey twenty three. Yep. Anthony Costa was seventeen. So like, there was a great mixture, mm. right? And straight away, obviously, Damien being Damien, we, we hit the training pad- paddock hard and Pez was there and success is the only option. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, yeah. you have to, we go to win and we lost in the cup semi to Parra Hills, who was second division. And that was, a, that was a disaster. We ended up having a very inconsistent year and we finished um, in fourth and we made it all the way to the grand final. We lost one nil to Metro. Um, so, you know, we had those experiences as a group really early and that yep. led us into t- 2013 and winning our first cup as a, as a squad. There was a long build up to that, to that grand final mm. where you won the cup, the cup final yep. in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the celebrations like, um, after that? Because obviously when you have so much, um, bad, uh, moments leading up yeah. to it, the, the, when something great happens, like you mentioned in last year's mm. for the club, 
winning the uh, the league. What was uh, that moment like when you guys won? It was a massive celebration. Yeah, afterwards? it was. It was amazing because, like I said before, when at Blue Eagles, our first trophy together. This was now the new yep. squad's new trophy, first trophy together at Late City, and it was unreal. Yeah, went back to the club. Supporters came drinking and then we just went out and just had a great time. Like we yeah. just enjoyed each other's company and we were really in a hot streak at that time in the league as well. We hadn't lost for weeks. And then, um, you know, we, I don't want to talk about the finals <laughs> in that year because we actually were severely underachieved for what we were yeah. really hoping to do. But I remember, it's funny because Nigo wouldn't have mentioned this when he was on with you, but I remember how nervous he was that day. And I was like, Nigo, relax. It's all good, <laughs> man. We're going to win. Don't stress. And he was, he'd just been replaying the game in his head, but... Yeah, it was just it was just awesome, and you know, for some of us, you know, you just don't know when that next one's coming. So yeah, just got to enjoy it. We well, didn't know, but then the next year you've managed to win another one. Yeah. Um, and Negus did mention because after that, that 2013 one, you won the league. It's uh, won the cup, sorry, and that was it. But the 2014 was the first year the uh, the FFA Cup was introduced, yes. and he left, and you guys won, and um, all those cups he won along the way mm-hmm. never got rewarded other than obviously winning the yeah, cup. Yeah. But to have that extra piece of, uh, uh, an extra reward for winning something mm. locally, um, obviously it means a lot more. And he mm. missed out on that in 2014. Yeah, yeah. But luckily he got it later on with Metro. Yeah. But what was it like for you guys to win in 2014 and then also go and appear in the very first edition of the FFA Cup? It was actually amazing, Johnny, because when everyone when they'd released the plans for the, the FFA Cup at the time, we were all buzzing at training, mm. thinking, wow, this is like unbelievable. What an opportunity. And, you know, Hallers and myself, we would do warm-up laps and we I would joke <laughs> that we're going to go to Western Sydney and play there yep. and chip Nutmeg, <laughs> Nutmeg Topol Stanley and chip Kovic and we're going to win 1-0. But the funny thing is, they didn't. We didn't know at the time, but they had to come here. Yeah, like it was. Just, we just made it up. Like yeah. that's. It was actually hilarious. So the journey getting there was incredible because we actually hadn't. We called it. We thought ourselves as the Cup Kings because we never <laughs> lost cup games, and then it ended up coming coming down to a derby against West Adelaide at Highmarsh, and that was an amazing yeah. day. Like it was a bit more special, not only because they fake up, but because it was West Adelaide and yep. they were fancied. They because they were first year back, and they thought they were gonna do us to yeah be honest, and we just showed up really well and uh, they would have had a bit of confidence as well because their mm. captain at the time was uh, your current coach paul yeah. pezos so you managed to beat them in that game now you've won a cup with capel paul pezos as your coach what was it like to have him as a as an opponent and also the captain of the yeah. uh, the other team west adelaide yeah. biggest rivals well he's always as a player because i played against him a few times he was always feared but um, you know he brought on that stigma, and yeah. he's just an unbelievable. He was an unbelievable player, unbelievable defender, controlled games off his own boot, marshaled everyone. But unfortunately, like it, you, players, got to understand that you can't play with fear. You have to show no fear, no matter who your opponent is. Like, yep. and I've I went up to one. There's a photo. There's a funny photo of me and him playing against each other round one, 2014, where he's shepherding a ball out for a goal kick, and I've tried to get around him, and he's just dropped me. And this photo is perfect, where his arms like that, and. I'm just hitting the deck. <laughs> and then like everyone was like, the ref came running over thinking that we're going to get in a, uh, like in a little fight, but he like, you know, he helped me up and we had a laugh about it. Yep. You know, we got, a, we all, we've always got along really well. And um, it's just really funny because he's just, he's just got that demeanor about him where he's just, he's feared. Yep. <laughs> well, that was the last cup you guys won mm. um, for a very long time till yep. now. So that's eight years drought without a cup um, yep. final, but you were in the cup four times since that yeah, moment as well. Final, yeah, 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 cup finals. The um, What was it like to lose four more, um, but then also coming back to win uh, after yeah. losing those four in your fifth appearance? <sighs> yeah, it's it's it was hard. Like, especially 
you know, 2015 and 2017 hurt a lot because we knew that we were only one step away from FFA Cup. Yeah. You know, and 2019, of course, but it was different for the 2015 and 2017. We, our squads then and our teams and, and obviously Damien as coach, we were just, you know, we thought mm. we always went into every game thinking we we're going to win. And we just, we had a bit of a stigma at the time that people thought that we'd never win a final again. Cause yep. we were just like, we kept losing, but so that was really hard to take. And then obviously then the grand finals in between that flew in a row where we lost yeah. three in a row. And it's just like, shit, like, what are we doing? Like, are we going to mm. get the job done? And then 2019, and then we had our five rele relegation. So, you know, last year was a bit different because we'd already made it, winning the semifinal against Metro. So that game essentially was a bit bigger, yep. winning the semifinal in that yeah. sense. Obviously, we wanted to play for a trophy, but it was a midweek game. You know, Pez had his eye on other things. So, you know, he rotated the squad a little bit. And then that was really disappointing because we were one nil up as well. So mm. and and Jason scored an absolute bomb, and Falso scored a late winner, and I had heaps of chances. Lewis Moss had an amazing game last year. So this year we definitely wanted to redeem, but obviously now that it's two local clubs in the cup, you just got to win a semi final. So yep. the the trophy is a bonus prize. Yeah, has it taken it? The, the the amazing feeling away from the cup final now, or has it actually helped it a bit because now it's mm. not you're wanting to win the cup and not a place because before when it was only one place whoever mm. won the cup final so you're wanting to get into the cup correct the uh, the australia cup now known as um but now it's you want to win the cup to win the cup not to get a place because you've already got that place yeah. does that either does that hinder the feeling or does it actually help it a bit more to go back to where it was previously i think it slightly takes a bit of pressure off to yeah. be honest but at the end of the day, you play football to win trophies and make yeah. memories. So I see it as the same. That's look, that's just me. Yeah. Uh, you know, because at the end of the day, you want to look back and th count trophies. You want to count how, what yeah. you've won. So, I mean, it should never hinder. No. But it obviously takes a lot of pressure off of that one game. Yeah. Like that game at Highmarsh against West Adelaide was just, uh, like, it's unbelievable feeling. Yeah. Like, it's like a championship playoff final yeah. where you're playing for $300 million in pr promotion. You know what I mean? But obviously to a lower degree but that yeah so i feel like the pressure's off but yeah we, you want to win a trophy man yeah it, it's what you remember yep well now it's just you want to now you don't you have that pressure in the semi-final now which is uh yeah. which is great though because it gives clubs opportunities like you played against eastern united um in the semi-final so they had another state league one team that had an opportunity mm. to potentially get in the state league exactly. and you got a state league two team vipers that lost mm. to modbury in the semi-finals that could have been on the national stage as yeah. well and so, that was like their grand final wasn't it yeah to a degree so that that one was a mm. unreal you guys unfortunately because it was a, a big margin you're winning by five nil in that game as yeah. well for eastern unfortunately they went out that way but it's amazing to have three state league teams to make it that far in the comp. It's just funny how like everyone, yeah, I saw my mate Jordan Pudler, good man. He wrote, you know, great run, Adelaide City to the cup. But I said, Pudler, you know, everyone had their different priorities. Like I know they, at that time, were focusing on making sure that they want to stay in the league and yeah. make finals. And now they, they'll probably make finals. So everyone has different object, objectives, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, so and obviously it's a bit of luck. Like in the past, we've had runs where we've played all NPL teams. It's yep. just, it's all different. Like, you know, everyone knocked each other out. Well, in the quarterfinals, you almost got knocked down. It was almost four um, state league teams in the, uh, in the thing because you were playing your thing because you no longer... Salisbury. Salisbury, yeah. yeah Salisbury, that United you were playing against. Yeah. And they were coming back, but then they decided, I think it was drawn at the time. To all. Yeah, so that, no, yeah. yeah, we won the lap, yeah, pretty comfortable. Then they broke away and scored a great finish from yeah. uh, Taylor, I think it was. And, you know, we were always in control, but, you know, we, it just, we took, we made it hard for ourselves. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
I felt we were in control, but we just yeah. made it. It could have been a, a lot easier. Yeah, and then they equalised. And yep. then they... It, all it takes is one mistake from you Correct. guys and they could have taken over. 100%. But I saw on Twitter that their coach said he made the choice to mm. pull a couple of players off to save them because they're in uh, promotion. They're fighting for... They're, at, at the, the time, time yep. they were fighting for promotion into the State League yeah. 1, obviously, from State League 2. So they made that choice to pull players off. And when they did that, you guys attacked. And I think yeah. Kerr would scored a couple of goals. Yeah, in that I scored one, Kerr yeah. and Aladdin. Look, I don't blame him. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, you want to, would you rather... Beat LA City in a round of 16 or quarter final, whatever yep. it is, or get promoted. You take the promotion, really, because yeah. like, that club should be in State League One. It's a big club, so yeah. But again, like, you know, the, the strength and depth of each team is so mm. different. Like, we're, you know, we had a few players out. We were playing a couple of younger boys as well. Like, yeah. it's just, it's all in the heat of battle. Like, yeah, I mean, we, we were, I think, we were, nevertheless, we were going to run run over and win. It's just, you know, they, they did really well. And, they, yeah. you know, we just, mistakes. It can happen, right? <laughs> yeah. But they did well. I'll give them credit. But I, th I felt comfortable. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Look at the uh, Campbell Tangler. They made a mistake. That's uh, right. Gave away yeah. a penalty. And then there was, um, could have gone to extra time. That's um, it. Exactly. Or penalties, I think it was, could have gone to. Yeah, because it was 1-1 one, one at the time. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then they gave away a penalty in the dying moments. And then... Eastern United. You know, um, and from those highlights that I saw, Campbelltown had all the chances. They yeah. just didn't put the ball away. You know, it was going that way for us. I mean, yeah. I mean, we, we, we got the job done in the end. But yep. again, it's just, it's all on the day. Mm. You know what I mean? Now, the day this is going to be released, this episode, you guys are playing tonight in your third appearance in yep. the uh, Australia Cup, um, formerly FFA Cup. For you, you've been a part of all of the uh, all of the games. Yep. Um, so, what's it like to finally be back in this again for a third time? And you're the second club to do so um, for the third time as well. Yep. Um, what's it in South Australia? I mean, um, what's it like to uh, to finally be back there again on the well, national it's, stage? It's, it's funny you mentioned that because um, last year, I'll be honest, Johnny. Like before the Metro semi final at the parks last year, I was actually really nervous because yeah. I was like, you know, what if I never get this opportunity to get into the cup again? It's yeah. been seven years. Like this cup, it was unbelievable the first time yeah. i want it again like i want to have the opportunity of traveling so um when we won that game i was so relieved it was like all this you know we're back right now this year it's happened again and it's like fantastic yep. you know it was less pressure this yep. time because we did it last year we played victory <laughs> we gave it a good shake yeah it was like let's just do it but you know there's no pressure yeah and now i feel like well tonight we're playing logan yeah we're, you know we're probably going to be favorite Let's try and get the job done and go to the next round. I love how you say you want to get into the cup so you can travel. This is your fourth, uh, third appearance, yep. but going to be your fifth game in it, and only you've only had to travel once. Correct. <laughs> so you've got Logan um, here in Adelaide. You, the last time you played Melbourne Victory at home as well, um, and then previously the very first appearance, yep. you had Western Sydney home, you beat them. Brisbane, you beat uh, Brisbane Strikers. You beat at home yes. as well, and then lost to Bentley Greens Correct. away, which, which we should have won. Far out. Yeah, you should have. And won they were a really good team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're one of the strongest teams in the um, FA Cup now. Yep. In its history, in its short history as well. So that was a big game as well. But mm -hmm. let's talk. I want to quickly get through all the games because. Yep. That was I love the cup. Yeah, um, it's fantastic. I'm an LA United fan as well, so mm -hmm. I went to the 2014 Grand Final. Yeah. I've been to every LA United Cup game. I've been to all the local games as well for the local teams. So. I, I love soaking it up. It's a great yeah, it's atmosphere. Good. Yeah. What agree. was it like to play in that first game that was um, en ended up being history for yeah. not only the club, but also the whole competition, yes. being the first um, uh, suburban club to beat an A-League team. Yeah. And not only just an A-League team, they're the, they were the current, that was their first competitive game, I'm fairly certain. In the cup. Yeah. Uh, no, in their first competitive game after winning the uh, Asian Champions League as yeah. well, yeah. Western Sydney Wanderers. Yeah. So, 
Um, I think they only played. I think that was the first competitive game after that. So they're the Asian champions, mm. the first ones from Australia, and then you guys managed to knock them out. Yeah. Thomas Love's incredible goal. Yeah. Um, what was that moment like to play in that game and then mm. have a packed out crowd at oh, Martin yeah. Sports Complex? And then win it. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> like I remember doing the warm up and then going in and then lining up to go out. Yeah. And I'm looking to my right and just seeing these guys. They're all mm. they're monsters. Mm. They were monsters. Like Topo Stanley, Tommy Urich, yeah, Dan Mullen was there. Um, all these boys, they're so big. And then, the, but there was one midfielder, Croatian Matteo Poljak. He was similar height to me, so I was actually on him a little bit, which was all right. But they were all so big, and I'm yeah. like, bloody hell, these guys, you know, they. They don't look that big on TV, but they actually are. And then we just like, we just, I remember the game vividly. We just defended so well. Vici was yeah. unbelievable in goals, catching every cross. They didn't really test him as like, you know, they just, they were a bit slow in build up. They, they just weren't themselves. And it took a moment of magic. Haller's on the halfway line, intercepting a, yep. a, a ball and playing it to Tommy Love. And then he just drove and it just opened up for him. Yeah. And to put it through the keeper's legs, that moment was just special. Like, just the atmosphere after, you know, Zeppi yep. running on the pitch, loving it. Like, you know, the, the, these are the moments. Yeah, you play for these kind of moments. And then it was just the start of something special. But I remember like that whole year, it, we, our season ended in, in mid-August because we got knocked out of the finals to Croydon. We didn't stop playing till October. Yeah. It was so crazy. Like, And that's what stemmed the changes now in the format to bring it forward because we were training for nothing, yeah. like with nothing in between yeah. for two months. Yeah. It was so hard. One it's, of the hardest things I've ever done. Yeah. But you guys put on a really good performance mm. and i remember being there and i can still picture it i was next to i just i think i just bought a a sausage a roll with a nice italian sausage yeah. in there from um, I believe it was a yeah, good there. they're amazing so yeah. i had i think it was like my second or third one at the time <laughs> and i was eating it and i saw it right go in and it was just a really good goal and i remember everyone getting excited i think there was two thousand two and a half thousand yeah two thousand yeah like that. yeah because everyone it was a and first not all la city supporters no either, just people from south australian football community that were supporting us on that's the it and I, i'm not aligned to any team so i was there just to support mm. well, i love la united but other than that i was there to support you guys yeah. and a lot of people that were there were in the same boat and it was great to see yeah. and i remember that night vividly i'll never forget it but when that goal went in everyone got excited yeah, yeah. and it was ends up now it's part of history because you're the first club to ever knock out an A-League team and uh, Western Sydney Wanderers never lived that down. And what a goal from Tommy Love <laughs> yeah. too. Like, it's incredible. You know, every year they're going to show it yeah. and they talk about it. Who was the first club to knock out an A-League team? First season, LA yeah. City. It's that simple, you know, and the club has such a rich history on the national stage in yeah. general. So everyone just knows yeah. LA City, if that makes sense. So. It's funny because everyone talks about you guys in the cup, um, the FFA Cup, Um being there for so long, like because you guys made that mm. much of an impact, mm. you weren't there for seven years. You mm. only had that one appearance. Yeah. So it's amazing how much of an impact the yeah. club had. And we were so close. <laughs> yeah. In like four of them. Yep. Which was so frustrating. So that was the one thing that hurt a lot. Because yeah. obviously Metro then had a, a period of three years in a row because they won the, the MPL championship. Yep. So 2015, 16 and 17, they, they got in. Mm. So, and they did so well as well. So I was like, bloody hell, like I'm, you know, I want to get back in there, want to get back in there. Yeah. But, um, and then 2016 and 17, when we won the minor premierships, we got we lost to Sydney United and Apia in those two years in a row in that national comp to see yes. if you win the MPL champions yep. to get into the cup. Who was it that made it? There was one team. Campbelltown. It was Campbelltown. Yeah, sorry, the yeah, well, yeah. yeah, Campbelltown made it yeah. through that way. And then yes. that's the first time we had two state teams in the uh, South Australian teams in the cup. No, Metro. 
Metro, yeah. sorry, the first time. Yeah. Yes, Metro yeah. was, yeah. yes. Because Metro and Croydon were in together. Yeah. So Metro met- won the NPL. That's right. Yeah. That was the first time. And yes. That was the second time. Correct. And now we yeah. get two places. And that, so we should. Yeah. Like, we should have had it from the start, really. Yeah. Uh, this this state and football is like... Deserves it. 100%. Like, yeah. that's what... I couldn't believe it at the time. And, and everyone was so angry. And I get it. Like, yeah. why... Do, you know, Sydney, Melbourne. I get population. I get all that. Mm. But at the end of the day, two clubs from South Australia is a must. Yeah. And I like how they uh, knock out a couple of A-League teams before the round of 32, which is great as well. Yeah. Um, so they did that again this year where they've knocked out. Uh, so instead of 12 teams going in, only 10 teams go in. Yep. So bottom four have to fight off, which is kind of like the relegation spot. I actually there. not rate that. Yeah, because yeah, at least good. everyone now that the final four teams are fighting off not only to because they can't make finals in the A-League. So now they're fighting off for a, a place to play off into the... An extended holiday. So yeah. then they don't have to go back to pre-season. That's so. it. <laughs> I know, I'd be fighting to get out of that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But uh, that, that scenario there, unfortunately, in your second appearance, kind of hindered you, you got your guys, um, your run in the uh, Australia FFA Cup because we you had to wait because of COVID. Yep. The borders are so strict in uh, Perth that they wouldn't let... Um, they wouldn't let uh, Perth Glory leave to play off against Melbourne Victory. And that went on for months and months and months. So, which was, I remember your chairman, um, Greg Griffin, was not happy with it. Mm, mm. He went on record saying um, Melbourne Victory should just forfeit Perth because I think Perth could come to Adelaide or something at the time. I think it was something to do with Melbourne um, where the premier of uh, Western Australia wouldn't let Victorians, uh, anyone go to Victoria. If they do, they can't go back. So there's all that debacle that was going on. So they had to wait. And, and you guys finished your season, won the grand final. We were on a yeah. great run. Yep. And then unfortunately, you had to keep training until December, Yep. Um, which is ridiculous. And that's yeah. normally when you're about to go back to training for your league. So yeah. how was that for you guys to try and – you just finished winning the, car, the grand final in the local league, mm-hmm. but then you're playing – Keep training to try and get to another point. Yeah, very difficult. Game. Man. <laughs> yeah, as a, for a mindset, very difficult. Especially like we were supposed to play Melbourne Victory in August or July, August, yeah. late July, August, like this year. So to wait three months because it was really early December was just so like yeah. frustrating. And but everyone adapts, you know. You, mm. There are no excuses. You just got to do what you got to do. And we trained for a month. Um, Pez and Hadji. They know what's going on. Yep. Pez's training's so intense, so good. Hadji's knowledge of strength and conditioning. So we were prepared. And it could, you could tell, first half of that yeah. game, we dominated. We pressed high. We didn't allow them to play. They played out at all costs and yep. it played in our hands. We created so many chances. Just couldn't score. Uh, you know, I'm guilty as well as mm. anyone else. And then, obviously, we ran them so tight second half. And to concede the way we conceded, it, it hurt. But, you know, as as bad as it sounds, like it's – if we'd won, we didn't know when the next game was. We didn't know where we were going. Well, no. You know, we knew it would either be here or in Queensland because of the zones. But when were we going to play? Mm. How long – are we going to have a rest? Are we? Get, you know what I mean? Like all these things play in your mind. It's like if you lose, well, you know, at least we get on holiday for a month and a half now and we can yep. just rest mentally because <laughs> playing from uh, – March, April to December, it cooks you. Yeah, when you're a semi-professional. Right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Did it affect your work life as well? Because obviously you you'll be drained during the day because you've got training yeah. the night before and stuff like that. So did that affect you a little, yeah, a little bit, bit outside of work? I, yeah, I got a, of soccer. I got a flexible job at the time. I had a flexible job where I'm on the road, so yep. you know I, I could sort of do things in between to help me. So yep. I was happy about that. I initially went into that job because I had that freedom, so yeah. I was lucky. For other people, it's a bit different with their jobs. 
lucky our squad's pretty young we have a lot of students and that so they could they're very flexible so that it worked out well in that sense but yeah. obviously now i've got a new career i'm in real estate so it's going to be a lot different if anything like that happens again um you know I have, mm. work comes first now so well you were one nil um lost to melbourne victory mm-hmm. big game in that one um but your goalkeeper was uh dakota Oshin. Yep. he um he just came off playing with LA United. Yep. So now you've got him in the league as well. Yep. What's it like having that? He unfortunately didn't get the uh, opportunity to play any A-League games for LA United, mm-hmm. but he was a part of the squad, being around that setup. What's it like to have someone with that experience come back into your cl- yeah, uh, club now? Yeah, he, He's such a gentleman. Yeah, Couldn't speak high enough of Dakota. He's a wonderful goalkeeper. Um, and his story is just something special, like yeah. the way he came from amateurs because the club that he was playing amateurs at, I'm a good mate of the president there, Carl Shahadi. Good, man, He's a good man. Um, so he told me about Dakota. He's like, man, this goalkeeper is unbelievable. He hasn't played any club. So he's linked with West Adelaide. So he went to West Adelaide and then Adelaide United picked him up and then he was so close. Obviously, unfortunately, with, um, you know, in my opinion, silly mandates uh, that affect people and their careers, which is frustrating. So... Uh, obviously mm. it helped us but for me I'd love to see Dakota where he should be and that's at A-League level um, and he's been incredible for us he's a fantastic guy fantastic goalkeeper great communicator um, full of advice helping the young boys in goals at the moment like he's just yeah he's magnificent to be yeah. well, hopefully he gets his uh, his chance again to go back into so. um, yeah. into the A-League because he's such a good player but at least he's now in a, in a good squad that can yeah. hopefully uh, help build him but now he's getting his first game was obviously that game, yep. that game there. Yep. Now he's got another cup game. So you've got yourself, Matthew Halliday has played a lot as yep. well and a lot of other, um, the core team that's been a part of this. So how, how have you been preparing for this game now? Now you're in your peak yep. of your season. Yep. Last time it was a different scenario as we just mentioned. Yeah, but correct. now you're in the peak of your season. You're all very close together. Mm-hmm. You're tight knit. How are you guys preparing for this game? <sighs> Honestly, Johnny, as I don't want to sound cliche, but it's true. Um, uh, we, we've been worrying about Bacala, um, uh, and we've been worrying about, um, Sturt Saturday. So this is just a game in between yep. and we're like, wow, like, you know, we, we want it. It's a great opportunity to win, but at the end of the day, like it's, it's hard to prepare for a game when you have so many games in between. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Is so, that, is that better? Because last time you were preparing for yeah. the Melbourne victory game, but you were yep. preparing three months ahead, but you were preparing for obviously Perth or yeah. Melbourne victory, yep. depending on who won. But now you know you've got one game, then you've got three days to prepare for it. Yep. Is that better? I think so. Yeah, yeah definitely. Great question because I, I think so because especially when you're fighting for so much, you know, how like if we were struggling like and we weren't playing for anything, oh, the, oh, the league, oh, don't worry yeah. about it, like cup, but we are fighting every game for mm. something, three points, top spot, whatever it is. So the preparations are ideal because we are putting ourselves in pressure, pressure situations and we have in the past, so we're used to it. So everyone, and like you said before, the group now have that experience where we have young boys, but they've been through a lot already and yeah. it's all about the journey so yeah yeah preparation's been really good now well we're all i'm looking forward to uh, to being there at the game and supporting you guys because cup is great the mm-hmm. i love the australia cup now it's got the new name yep. um which is fantastic it's a bit of a to to remember what where what came from because the original cup was back in the uh, 60s i believe yep. and uh, that was the australia cup so for those that don't know it's now got the new name because of that I love it. It's, um, yeah, it's a good name. It's good. And uh, do you get behind the other boys, the other teams when they play as well? Because last yeah. year we had obviously Olympic and they yep. made it through round of 16 yeah. against LA United. So that was a pretty cool. Awesome, yeah. Um, and I think Stav, Stav Parisos and the team did a really good job to put on that day. Mm. I remember walking in. It was, I wasn't there as an LA United fan. Yeah. Um, but when I came in, 
the the Greek music was playing. Oh, nice. You can smell yeah. the souvla yeah, and all yeah. that. Perfect. It was a really cool film. Yeah, yeah. And the similar Martin with the, obviously not the same, but you yeah. got Italian food cooking like the sausages exactly. and all that. And in the event room, you can see the guys eating the, the pasta yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that. It's and really that, cool. It's, it's good there. Obviously, I have a close affiliation to that club. Yeah. And I've had, I've had, no, I'll be honest, I've had some of the best memories there. You know, yeah. our 14 cup run, last year's GF, yeah. my Blue Eagles days. So I love it there. Um, and yeah, I definitely like to, uh, Thursday, I'll be, I'll watch Modbury, of course. Um, and I'll be, I'll, last year, I watched Olympic, all their games on TV. I love it. I get around it. I even yeah. watch other NPL teams because I just love to see how they go. Yeah. I want to see what player stands out. Like I remember three or four years ago when Elvis was playing for mm. Avondale and he won the um, Mike Cockrell medal for best yep. NPL player in the whole cup. And it was just so good seeing him do backflips, you know, ex-teammates, Kim Harris, f five or six years ago, was playing for Hume, yep. scored headers in cup and all this sort it's of stuff. Great. You know, yeah. yeah, it's awesome. And, and Nicholas scored a hat-trick against Heidelberg Valley United. I remember that vividly, ex-teammate of mine. Yep. So I get into it um, and heaps of my mates do because it's just, it's interesting to see how NPL clubs match up against each other from yep. other states because we compare the leagues and against A-League teams. I remember seeing a social club, I think it was in Victoria, yep. winning the round of 32 and they were going nuts. They were yeah. just a, a club of pretty much an amateur team and uh, they finally, they won a ga massive game. So, yep. That those are the memories of, exactly. the, of the cup, and it's it's needed. Like, look at you know, we look at F, uh, the FA Cup in England, for example, where mm. Division Seven teams play uh, a Championship team, or yep. even in the past, Arsenal have played Sutton United at the time with Division Six. So yeah. imagine a Premier League team going to Division Six. Yeah, like that. We want that here. Yeah, and it brings so much interest in our game. And it's over the seven last eight years, it's been so good. And uh, the the weird thing, actually, as you mentioned, the FA Cup, I didn't even know this, but. I can't remember the exact number of how many teams participate in the Australia Cup. There's actually about, I think, 10 more teams that participate in the preliminary rounds of the Australia Cup than they do in the FA Cup. Is that right? Yeah, so which is an interesting... <laughs> That's a stat for you. Yeah, it's an interesting stat because I never, never even... I thought there would be more in the FA Cup. Well, you but, think so, yeah. Yeah, but it's interesting to know how many we've mm. got here participating um, and how far it's come because I only started with a few hundred... Um, yeah. in the first season so but do you reckon you'll get far this year because you've made it to yes. the quarterfinals the first time yes so next time unfortunately round through two knocked out but yep. do you reckon you can make it further I'm, yeah I'm confident that we can we can beat Logan I think our best is can match anyone as we showed against victory last year um, so I'm confident and then we'll see what happens in the round of 16 if we make it yep. uh, who we get would love to travel as you know Yeah, would love to go up to sunny Queensland or something like that but look let's I'll just take it a step by step game yep. by game and just hope that we can go as far as we can to show Australia what yep. we can do would you love to get like another um, an, an LA team as well like, like Olympic did they had that chance mm. to play LA United would you love that I think so yeah, yeah I think because we're quite familiar with them in the sense where Pez was youth team coach a lot of my teammates were there. Yep. Training with the first team. Lockie Bars there. Yep. You know, Dakota. Dakota. Yep. yep. So I think it'd, it'd be very interesting to see how the best team in the state over the last two years can compete with the with the A-League yep. team of Adelaide. I want to talk a little bit more before I let you go about Adelaide City and your time there. But, but you just mentioned Lockie Bars, the, yes. the magic word. Because the king. He's, the a, <laughs> he's the king because he was 27 years old. Yep. He's like in his peak of his career yep. in, the, in the local leagues. And you think at that point, I'm not going to probably play A-League anymore. Yep. There's that, those chances gone. I might as well just make the most of it now. Yep. He got his chance. He some, um, There was an injury. He managed to come in and yep. become an injury re replacement player. But he managed to get a full-time gig now. He's now full-time. extension. Yep. yep. And LA United player. So what 
you know, you probably know him very well. Very, very well. Yeah. So, what's it like for you and and like for him to have that opportunity now to play in the? A-League? It's richly deserved because I know where he's been yep. and how far he's come and how hard he works. I know a bit about his journey. Um, I remember when he moved here as a seventeen-year-old to play for Beograd. Yep. He was seventeen. I played against him, and I, I remember playing against him and being this kid's got something. Yeah, like, he's good. Um, and then two years later, I was in Europe. I had a couple of trials and he was actually in the UK as well, trialing yep. through Lloyd Wusu, and we met up and we, ever since then, we've just been mates. Like he played, he played a little bit for Bradford. He played in, in the, in the, um, in the, like the 23s, he played in Berlin. So, you know, he's been on this unbelievable journey. He came back, obviously went to Metro, played Heidelberg, came back and then we had him, we quite fortunate to get him, fortunate situation. And as soon as he signed for us, I'm like, this is unbelievable because yep. this guy is special. Like, mm. We know how good he is. So knowing what he's been through and the way he is and his mentality, his, the, the person he is, I'm just not surprised at all. Like yeah. He just took it in his stride game by game, needed a couple of games to really adjust and he deserves it. And, you know, he didn't put pressure on himself. He just went out there and he enjoys it and he does everything right. And you know what? I just love watching him every game. Just love turning on the TV because I'm not an LA United supporter. I'm yeah. LA City. So yeah. it's hard for me, right? But watch, being able to say, look, there's my mate. Like, yeah. Same with Nicola. When Nicola left us to go for LA United, I would watch every yep. game because I want to see how they go and I want to support them. And he's just been, it's been fantastic to see the transition that he's shown Australia. That's fantastic because yeah. I love how that's, um, um, that's happened for him, and yeah. he's got that opportunity to play exactly. for LA United because you don't see that as often. Because there's a lot of players that have missed out on opportunities mm. because the A League decided to go and get players overseas Correct. that are yep. in their final yep. years of career, yep. and they, most of them are here for a holiday. Luckily, LA United have have had a few that in of late that are are really good, and we're lucky to have them 100%. Um, that have come here for the not for a holiday. They've come here to play, and they've done well for the younger players as well. Exactly so, right. and the teachers, aren't they? Yeah, that's it. So we've been lucky like that recently, but it's also been good. Adelaide United have given opportunities to players yeah. like Lockie Barr, yeah. um, because I remember people uh, saying that he should get the opportunity. And it took a long time to happen, yeah. but he finally did. He's done well. Yeah. Another player that should have got an opportunity, and now he's overseas now. Kirker. Yep. Um, one player, everyone's like, how's he not playing A-League? And what was it like playing with Kirko? Fantastic. He's a good boy. Um, he's got so much talent, so much potential. Um, obviously, he's young still. He's only 20, 21, or yep. he's almost 22 now, but he has so much to learn. So mm. obviously, as an older player, I want to. I watch him and sometimes think, take a couple less touches and then do this and then yep. you can do that. But then sometimes I watch him and he gets himself out of trouble. I'm like, how, <laughs> how did you do that, Kerr? Like, and his beautiful left foot. He whips in a great ball. He can finish. I, you know, we used to put a lot of pressure on him because we used to say, bro, you want to take the next step, start scoring more goals. And then yep. he started bringing it in this year. He was on 11 goals halfway through. So, um, he, you know, he, he's ready to make the step up into the professional environment. He just needs to get that chance. It's great to see A-League clubs, especially LA United, which has been brilliant. A lot of South Australian boys finally do it. Yep. I remember when I was probably 24, 25, it was still at that time where money wasn't an issue with nah. these clubs so they could sign whoever they wanted. Now that mm. COVID, COVID's been a blessing in disguise for A-League in terms of uh, national play, uh, yeah. Australian players yep. because they have to spend a bit less money and yep. give opportunities to youth. I remember there was one... There was one game, I think it was under Rennie Collin. LA United, I think only had, I think I had no South Australian yep. players on the field yep. or on the bench for that game. And that would have been 2011 or 12? Yeah, something like, something that. like yeah, that. Yeah. There was a period, and I remember that's when everyone, all the fans lost it. Yep. And that's when the overhaul happened, and then LA United became 
the true South Australian well, club again after that. And so they should. Like I was yeah. 21 at that point. So I'm at a point at my career at that where I should be thinking, well, I need to get in an environment where I can yep. speed up, but mm. we're stuck here. And it's not just me. There were heaps of players that could have you know, done more in yep. the sense where opportunities like, you know, Alan Welsh had an opportunity in Newcastle, could have had a bit more Tom Briscoe. Halliday, of course. How yep. can I forget? You know, Joe Costa didn't get another chance. Anthony and Joel. All these boys that I've played with or played against, like, mm. they shouldn't be in this league, but we are because we're limited. Yep. So it's kind of frustrating as well, but it is what it is. I mean, that's life. Like, yep. not everyone's lucky enough to get in that position. And that's why I know Lucky Barr will take it with both hands because he's been in that yeah. situation. And um, talking about Kirker, um, with his, uh, he's now not. He's now try, uh, gone for more opportunity, bigger yeah. opportunities. I'm not sure if he signed yet, but he's close. Yeah, he, so I, mean, I think he's going to be. Still, he won't be coming back here. Yeah, so which us. is which is great for him. Fantastic. And um, his last game was the cup final. Yeah, uh, um, I'm pretty certain. Or oh, no, AC United cup semi. Yeah, yes, cup semi. Sorry, not yep. cup final. Yeah, uh, was the cup semi, which yep. you guys won against Eastern United, yep. and that's when you you caused a bit of controversy on Twitter oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. with your penalty kick. Yep. Can you explain what was behind that? Because I can. Yeah, um, I love I love the whole idea of it, and I want people on Twitter to know about what um, what was behind that because it's a it's a great little uh, <laughs> yeah yeah. Thing I'll tell you because it's funny. <laughs> I have to give all credit to the great. Paul Pezos. So at training, me, myself, Dakota, Charlie, Kerr, Aladdin, we just work, we just do penalties. Yeah. Dakota loves it. He's fantastic. So we just do penalties, right? Yep. And Pez comes up to me on training. He whispers in my books, roll it to Kerr. I want to see what Dakota does. I was like, all right. So, and then he goes, Kerr, come here. And he goes, Kerr, Booker's going to roll it to you. Anyway, yeah. so I roll it. That was, at, that was during at the training. Game. At oh, training. At training. He at said training. It, yeah. So I've rolled it. Kerr's just put it in and Dakota's standing there like, what's going on? And we're like, and Pez just walks off laughing, smiling, goes, boys, we're, we're going to do that one day. It's going to happen. Because Pez made a good point. People on Twitter get upset. So I told Pez this. I said, people get upset. They think it's un unsportsmanlike. It's bad. Yeah. It's this, that. He goes, bro, it's a set piece. Yeah. It's like an indirect free kick. You have to roll it for someone to tap it in. It's a set piece. Like mm. it's a, design, a specifically designed set piece, which it is. Because think about it, it's not illegal. Because no. if it was illegal, well, obviously Kerr stepped in a bit early. We won't talk about that. No, but, no. But, but if that, yeah. that those situations are different. But um, but if if it's you're not breaking any of those. No, those, it's it's, um, it's a legal goal. Yeah. It's it's fine. Yeah. So Pez just go. He when we're falling up, he just roll like goes books come in. And he he goes try do roll it for Pe Kerr. Do the penalty. I was like, all right. So that's yeah. what happened. Yeah, I just rolled it for him. I was on the. Uh, I was lucky enough to be in the tunnel for that game mm. as well for the live stream, and um, I did. Over here, um, Paul say, "Guys, watch this." Yeah, oh, he did say <laughs> yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he, like, yeah, yeah. "Guys, watch this." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I know Aladdin was upset because I think he wanted his ha second hat trick in yeah. a row at the ground because we played Comets like a couple, like I was it the week before or something, and yeah. he scored a hat trick against Comets. Yeah, and he, but Pez goes, "Nah, he's the he's the rule. He he rules the roost. You know, yeah. he calls the shots." And I said. Here we go. Okay. And what a and what a way to end uh, Kirko's um, yeah. time at LA City. Well, it's well. funny. I'll just quickly butt in there. He actually, me and him, were in the showers, got changed, and we we're walking out. He goes, "Books, I haven't told anyone, but I'm going to Serbia tomorrow." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, man, I got a trial." I was like, "Oh, bro, all the best. Don't yeah. come back. Yeah, <laughs> make sure you stay there. Get yourself in there." That's unreal. And we haven't seen him since. So hopefully, it's the beginning of a long European career for for Kerr. Let's hope so because mm. he's um he's a great player for the league and. Yeah. Uh, I think he he's ready for that next step up. A League sure. didn't take him, so Europe can. At happen. the end of the day, we're here. We're not here to have MPL careers like I have. I've had. We're here yep. to become professionals. Yep. And that's a goal for every player. I know it was always a goal for mine. It just never happened. So you know, 
at 22 years old, go get out of here. If yep. you're not getting any, like, like I mean, he was going to have a trial with the Mariners. That's yep. that's a fact. Everyone knows that because yep. he, yeah. he already spent a week there and they loved what they saw and they were going to get him back. But Serbia came up. You'd be silly to say no because you're banking on Mariners. Go over there because yep. they'll look at you if you get signed there. Yep, and you always got a league to back up. Exactly right. Yeah, which is fantastic. Yeah. And um, I, I love that. And uh, I want to quickly talk about the uh, the cup final because yep. the next one. You were on the bench for most majority of the game. Yep. You came on with the last 30 minutes to go yep. and you made a massive impact. <laughs> didn't, didn't expect that to happen the way it happened. But. So you're 2-0 two new, yep. two new up, yep. um, but then you end up scoring three goals. You scored a hat-trick in the grand final. Yep. And with only three, only uh, you only played a third of the game, mm -hmm. but you managed to win many of the match as well. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> now nah, look, I mean, yeah. I, I, to be honest, the reason why usually Aladdin would have taken the penalty, I know Charlie grabbed the yeah. ball. I went, I grabbed it. I was like, this could be my last cup final. I want to score. Like, yeah. Give it here. So I grabbed it. Pez, Pez always allows either myself or Aladdin to take penalties. Yep. I admit, Aladdin and I have an understanding where it's a feel based on the game. A lot of the last three penalties, I've yeah. actually been tired and I'm like, Aladdin, I want you to take, I know you're confident, put it away. Like, yep. It's all good. Like yep. We're teammates, you know what I mean? So this one, I was like, I'm taking this one. I feel good. I just came on. I'm fresh. I haven't, I've haven't. i touched the ball three times. Let's go. Yep. Put it in, game over. You know, and then the next, it just the chances fell to me. Yep. I mean, like the second goal, I took a bad touch and I redeemed it, luckily, and scored. And then obviously with 10 men, it's the spaces open up and the third goal was one on one. So. Everyone loved what happened um, in that game with you, yep. scoring a hat trick. Um, Matt Mays, the media guy for Football South Australia, <laughs> is a great guy. He created yeah. a funny video yeah. as well and yeah, put it up on Twitter. Yep. The Booko Show, and he played your highlights of the, the three goals <laughs> yeah. and put the, that 70s mm. uh, show. Um, great show, by the way. Yes, yeah, I love it. My sister loved it because obviously we're, twin, we're <laughs> twins, so obviously we grew up with that show in that era. So yep. we love that show, so it's yeah. funny. Yeah. So it was really cool how he mm. did that. Did you um, know he was going to do that? or you just No, I had no <laughs> idea. Nah, Matt, I sent him a message after. I said, Matt, that's fu that is funny. You're quite creative. <laughs> if you did it and he sent laughing emojis said yeah I know not bad eh? I was like yeah man you done well so <laughs> I didn't expect that and look I mean I'll take it because I it could be like I said it could be my last cup yeah. final could be last you don't know yeah so I'm, I enjoyed it what the last three days or whatever it had, had been after now it's back to business man like, yeah you know career your career's short you got to try and win everything you can while you can yep I love how you mentioned you're a twin as well because I didn't didn't read it like that even think about that because mm. The last episode I had with Modbury Jets um, for an FFA Cup, Australia Cup yes, um, yep. themed episode was another twin as well. So there you go, two the twins, yep. two cup um, finalists and uh, two Australia Cup uh, representatives. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. I keep forgetting because obviously my sister, like we're, we're similar age, but yeah, you know, she's not in the football scene or anything. So yep. people don't know, only people that know me, but we're not identical like the McCabe's. Yep. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's close uh, enough. <laughs> yeah, What's it like being a twin as well? Do you like, mm. obviously identical twins are a lot different yeah. to... Well, especially two boys as well. It's yeah. a boy and girl. So, you know, she's married with a son now. So yep. she's been out of the house for a while and whatever. But yeah, we grew up together. Everything was like yep. everything. We had to be treated equally and this and that. But yeah, we got a good rapport. I mean, but yep. I don't, it's not like I, can't, I don't see her every day now. I see yeah. her once or twice a week, three times a week. So yep. yeah, I can't really answer the question as it is for the last yep. six or seven years that she's been married. So it's... But growing up... Yeah, growing was up was just like... She's always there, school together until high school. Then we went to separate schools, yep. living in the same rooms next to each other. It's just, yeah, it, it's different. But yeah. Because yeah. I know what it's just like. Just get used to it. Yeah. yeah. I mentioned because my brothers, are, yeah. um, they're, uh, they're identical twins. So my oldest brothers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. they're seven years older than me. So I grew up with that. That's incredible. Yeah. So for me, knowing was like, they were always together. And then- and Look at the McCabe's. Yeah. yeah and the McCabe's exactly <laughs> yeah. the same. So- 
But then my brothers, because they're older, they've um, now, because one's married with kids, yeah. it's the same situation I used. It's almost like half McCabe's, half your story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're similar. True, they, yeah. And then I played with Kim and Adam Harris, yep. identical twins. Um, they're interstate now in different cities. Um, another friend of mine, Yaz Suric, he's a twin with, a, with his yep. sister. So it's well, funny yeah. how many twins I know. Like. And being playing against twins, identical twins in the McCabe brothers, what's it like? Because they mentioned uh, in that episode how, well, sorry, uh, Hamish mentioned about him and his brother Liam. Yep. How they're on the same level. They are in sync. They can, can know. Tell. They know where each mm. other are um, at all times, and don't even have to look up. Yeah. So what's it like playing against that? So obviously, I only played for half an hour in that game. Yeah. Um, but when I was watching, I could tell. Yeah. They had. They were in sync, and they always looked for each other. But if I'm playing, I would be like, "Well, hang on. I know what he's going to do here." Mm. So. But again, like it's hard to stop because that Hamish was so quick and Liam mm. actually play, they both played r really well first half. I thought between the one and the two goal, the first and second goals, Modbury were very good. Yep. They kept the ball really well. They didn't create as much as probably what they would have liked to put Dakota under pressure. But yeah. they actually pushed the football around and they did really well. And you could see the way they linked together that they are in sync and yeah. they have an understanding. It's almost telepathic. Like you yeah, said. it's pretty cool mm. to see. And um, do you think they got, kind of gave up because of the um? Uh, because they had the cup coming up, the Australia Cup potentially. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one, the, after after obviously, yeah. once the game was killed off at three nil. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's killed off at three nil, but we ended up. I scored it like four four minutes later. Mm. So what? It was four nil within a, in a heartbeat in a flash. Yeah. So then Morris strung the changes, and that's fair enough. I mean, you've got to have an eye on these things. Yeah. Like Pez made three changes at once to yep. put on some young boys to get some experience. So, of course, like that's why it was a bit subdued. Like we discussed mm. earlier in the episode about celebrations and this and that. But you got to enjoy it. Yeah, you know? that impact you had on that game. You got the three goals. Um, we you were expecting to come on? Did you want to come on and score any goals? <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> honestly, John, it's not, a, it's not a stupid question. People might think that sounds stupid, but I actually prefer if I'd come on and the game was done because you could just go out and yeah. just enjoy the moment. But it was funny because we're 2-0 up. We were still, the game wasn't killed off. They were putting a bit of pressure on. Mm. So, you know, at that point, I'm like, yeah, I'll score a goal. Yeah. I'd love to score a goal. <laughs> Didn't realize I'd scored another two on top. Yep. So, yeah, it, look, it made for a memorable day, obviously, <laughs> yeah. a few headlines and this and that. So, um, it was fun, but... Yeah, I'll just take it, enjoy yep. it, because it's not often that you score three goals in half an hour in a final that will be remembered for a long time. Yeah, and the game finished to what, say, 2.30 kickoff, yep. around 4.30, 5 o'clock. Yep. You guys were out of there, out to party straight after that. Yep, straight um, back to the club. Yep, yep. and I uh, hear a rumour you guys were out until like 2.30, 3 o'clock we in were. the morning. Yes. That's a long time to be partying. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, mate, we went <laughs> for the grand final hours. last year. We did three days straight, so <laughs> don't worry there. We're, we're, we're get become, it's a good thing we're becoming experienced at this, so I hope it, I hope it keeps <laughs> going the rest of the year well that was what <laughs> T 10 hours of partying that's a long time to go <laughs> yeah, mate i'll tell you friday night saturday night and sunday night last year when we won the granny so that was nothing don't worry oh, yeah we're getting ready hopefully another one hopefully the grand final as well and uh, hopefully a th round of 32 uh one as well um win but yep. um before i let you we go into the kicking the questions yep. which i can't wait to do with you because i think you're gonna i know what which, where you're gonna go with a couple of those i reckon i already know you <laughs> you know the answer of one of them i'm sure <laughs> yeah um but um but your family are heavily involved in Adelaide City. Yeah. Your dad is now part of the uh, the new board. Yeah, and um, my mum. And your mum as well, yeah. yeah. So your mum and dad are part of the the brand new board that also includes um, Chairman Greg Griffin yes. and Val Miliacho, yeah, sure, another yeah. um, a massive uh, person in yep. the football community as well. What's it like to have the, your family now in part of that, um, that new... Yeah. 
new movement of the club moving forward yeah. again. Well, I'll also add to that, my sister, my brother-in-law and my cousin are on there too now. Yeah, so, yeah, oh, okay. so five of them. Yep. Um, no, it's been good. Like, Look, at the end of the day, my dad always says this, we always have a joke. Um, Paul Pezos is the, is the boss. Yep. He calls the shots with the team selection, everything like that. You want to play, Pez. Mm. It's not the board is there to make sure that the club is sustainable and moving forward in the right direction. Yep. So that was the idea of them going on there to help Greg and Val yep. and whoever to make sure that the club moves forward in the right direction. So yep. that that's that's a summary. Like it's not it's not rocket science. It's not yeah. you know the plan is to hopefully have these guys in there for a few years and then maybe the next generation will yep. go in. Myself, Fabian Grucho, Joey Costa, you know, we might bring ex-players back. This, th these are the ideas now in 2022. Will it happen? I don't yep. know. But it's we just need to make sure that the club moves forward because we've had troubles in the past. So. Yeah. Well, now mm. all the LA City fans are sitting there mm. probably want to know this. Does that mean because yeah. now you've got your bro your mum, your dad, your sister, your brother-in-law and your cousin yeah. all on the board, does that mean you're going to you're potentially likely to stay? Well, I don't know. <laughs> hey, it's up to Paul Pezos. Like I said, he's the he's he calls the, the shots. He's the shots. Man. He's the shots. So maker. they go to your parents and say we want to cut um, Nicholas tomorrow. Dad will say. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Let <laughs> nah, you go. Yeah. <laughs> been a good. It's been good while it's lasted. Yeah. Nah, we'll see. Look, uh, uh, in the past, it's always been. Yep, I'm staying. I'm staying. Yeah. I'm staying. For the last uh, year, since last year, it's always year at a time. It's always. Yep. We'll see at the end of the year. Hey, um, and also talking about uh, Paul Pezos calling the shots as well. Yep. You've been coming off the bench a lot lately. Yep. Um, later in the last um season or so with mm -hmm. um Paul Pezos, he yep. hasn't been playing you as much. You're still only 32, so you yep. still have that in you to play longer. What's it been like for you to 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 take that on board yeah. and um, only being able to be used off the bench? I'll give you an honest answer. Last year, it was initially very difficult, especially because the first half of the year, I was playing really good. Joey mm. was playing really good and we were playing together. And then he started interchanging us. But I, as an experienced player and someone who's been around mm. the game long enough to understand why a coach does this and why... Um, the coaching staff come to these decisions, I understood it. Yep. And it's to maintain freshness. It's to maintain sharpness. It's to maintain playing. You're, you're not injured and you're ready to go. And mm. Last year, I can't I can't complain. We won a championship. He played me in all the finals game. Like I played every minute of the semifinal and yep. the second leg and the grand final, the two biggest games. So, yep. you know, at the start, obviously, it's, it's as a player that plays every minute and yeah. gets frustrated – when things aren't going your way, I've, I'm very much like that. Everyone knows that. But yep. to to then go get through it and be rewarded with a championship, uh, yep. it was worth it. And now this year, I'm obviously a year older. I understand why. It's it's not too bad. I mean, yep. in a cup, in the cup semi, I was on the bench in between league games. No problem. Yep. You know, the, boy, the boys are definitely good enough without me. Cup final, same thing. So yep. it's been fine um, and it's been good. Uh, the season's been all right so far. So, yeah. it's, it's a, on, Honest answer, it's, I've actually – I'm all right with it. You understand. Yeah, that. definitely. Yep. Definitely. And it's helped me. Yep. And you're an impact player now. So you, you <laughs> come on, you make an impact. And uh, I think you showed everyone that it doesn't matter if you play 90 well, minutes or 30 minutes, you can score a hat-trick. And um, be the man of the match in the grand final. Well, yeah, it got, it got lucky, but I hope. Look, to be honest, I hope I'm playing the rest of the league games. We'll see yeah. what happens. What uh, Pez decides, but uh, I just want everyone to know that, and my teammates to know that. You know, it's I'm not going to give up my spot easily. Yeah. That's yeah. at the end of the day. If you want to play for Adelaide City, you got to earn it, and mm. you got to deserve it. And I'm very much like that. I want to make sure that I go out yeah. well. I don't want to be hanging on to anything. Yeah. I want to make sure that I go out on top. Nice and um and. Uh, before we quickly head into the kick and the questions, yep. 
your the you got reference to in the um, commentary about being the uh, the face of Adelaide City, and also I called you the poster boy for the NPL. <laughs> what do you make of that? Because a lot of people yeah. do say that about you. Adelaide City, <laughs> I can understand. Been there eleven years. I wouldn't say poster boy of NPL, but um, Adelaide City definitely like you know myself, Maddie Halliday. Yeah, we've done our time at this club. We've, yeah, you know we love it. Um, but again, it's it's almost time. Like it's time for the new boys to come in. Yeah, um, and. I'm, we're really happy. I'm really happy personally. Yeah. I'm speaking. I'm, I'm not. Obviously, Matt would feel the same way. I'm sure. We're really happy with the direction the club's yeah. going and the boys that are with our group. And it's exciting times. And that's why I've. You know, I'm not upset about being on the bench because yeah. I can see the talent that's mm. there. So it's been. Yeah. You have some really, really good. good talent coming through. Yeah. Um. It's it's really good to see as well. It's fantastic. And I part of me wishes like I had. Pez, instead of playing with him, I, he he was my coach because yep. I can't speak highly enough of him as a coach. Mm. Uh, te- technically and tactically, he's phenomenal. Like, I think he's got he could be a, a guy yep. that goes to another level as a coach. So, want that on record? Yep, nice. Well, I think he will get uh, go up another level as coach. You've seen yep. Damien Murray, what he's done. Um, there you go. Yeah, with you now and, he's at LA United. Well, yeah, exactly. And uh, Damien at the time was brilliant. Like, couldn't couldn't say and a bad word about him as a coach in the sense where he understands the game so yep. well, he demands so much and all that sort of stuff. And he got the best out of me. Um, you know, things happen in football where he obviously left the club, but I've had some great coaches in my time and yep. I've learned so much. So, you know, I just feel like the game in South Australia needs these kind of guys at a lower level so they can teach at players at a younger age yep. so they can be better at it earlier rather than myself when I was better at 25, 26. Yeah. I want to be better at 20 or 17. Do you yep. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Under- understand. But mm. um, who would you say is the poster boy of the uh, the NPL? <laughs> I'll say you're up there. Oh, good question. At the moment, who do I say? Um, <laughs> well, you could go for a number of games. You would say Jonathan Fusco. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Fusco. Um, oh, that's a tough one, man. Jeez, it I is hard. Let isn't me it? get back to you on that yeah. one. I might have to tweet that one. Well, yeah, Ask Twitter. Yeah, get NPL Hub SA to do a, a vote. There we go. We'll do that. We'll get that up there. And um, maybe, um, well, with the amount of, uh, if you go by how many hamburgers they've had, uh, J- Josh Murray. Josh Murray's yeah. on fire this year. <laughs> Alex Mullen, been unbelievable this season. I've got to mention his name. And Kerr could have been the poster boy for a little bit as well. Yep. Um, and then uh, obviously Alan Welsh has won so many Surge Melters. So it just. Yeah, are, that's the beauty of this league. It's, it's just been, so competitive, and there are so many talented yeah. players. In I'd even say Matty Mays could be the poster boy as well. Exactly, right. we should put guy. his head on that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, mate, we better let you go. Um, being generous with your time to share your story, and um, you. this, I reckon. If I was were to dig deep, I'll get some more stories out of you. Oh, we could mate. be here for hours. Well, that's why I was on the pep talk for an hour and a half because we've got so many <laughs> stories from Damien's days and now Pez, like even yeah. now, recent. Obviously, I've got to be careful what I say because we're still playing. But he, uh, yeah, he's, we've just had so many good times. So I could, yeah, we'll, maybe we'll leave it for another episode. Maybe, yeah, next that's year. it. We'll, we'll wait till either you or Pez move on. Then we'll get stuff about Pez. <laughs> the best. Yeah, yeah, they'll be the best thing ever. But, um, mate. Let's go straight into the kicking it questions. You're probably across it now. You've heard all the others. Um, yep. But uh, who would you love to kick it with on a, on the park? Anyone in the world? You know the answer. Tell, answer it for me, and I'll tell you if you're right. Oh, he, no. was, he was mentioned on the, he was mentioned on the weekend in the by Lucas uh, by oh, Mark, Mark Talbot. Um, 
I've gone. You go for it. Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry. That's By it. Far. I want it. Like I would be. Start, I just want it. The way that guy played the game and what he could do, just I've. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. And <laughs> I would love to do it. Do that, yeah. I remember I was there for the conversation mm. after the game. Your dad went up to Mark and he said that was Thierry Henry likely mm. goal. <laughs> well, that, uh, to be honest, that's all that's gone through my head when you're one and one with the keeper and you got far post. It's Henry all day long. <laughs> that's great because um there you go. So Thierry Henry um. Yeah. I should have got that. Bloody, I had that name in the back of my head, but I couldn't say it. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but there you go, Terry Henry. And you, yeah. I definitely knew it was Arsenal that yeah. um, you wouldn't go for. Had to. He's yeah. just too, he was too good. He actually like ridiculous. And I grew up watching him. I want to meet him one day. So yeah. I've got to find a way to meet him. Yeah. Um, and you're an, you're an Arsenal fan. That's how you yeah. know Matty Mays as well and all the other yeah. boys. Yeah. So, um, know Matty well for yeah. at least, for about eight years. We, I've, seen, I've yeah. seen photos of you guys dressed up in your all your gear. But we went to, I was in England and he was there on a family holiday and we went to the training ground together as oh, wow. guests, which was awesome. What was that like to be um, to be there? What'd you get? What'd Ridiculous. You, what'd you guys uh, experience while you were there? We just went to, ha- we just had a tour of the whole um, training facility and then none of the first team were there because they were away because um, we had an away game. Callum Chambers was there yeah. know, training and we met him quickly and then we watched uh, some of the kids train and then we left. But it was so good because obviously not many people are allowed there. If, yep. if any no one's allowed no how did you manage to get in uh, Matt got us tickets as guests of Arsenal Australia yeah so that was pretty cool that's cool mm. see he's a great guy he's, he's the man he's the poster boy of Arsenal yeah well. <laughs> Arsenal Australia that's for sure um, but um, who would you love to kick it with on a Saturday night Terry on Regan <sighs> someone locally someone international I'm, I'm gonna go different um, this is a tough one I'm gonna all right, hey, this is a t- really tough one. <laughs> really tough. Let's go. I'm gonna. I love. I want to kick it locally with Lockie Bar. Oh yeah. And then we'll get. We'll get a uh, for him. I'll get an English geezer to come out with us. So I'm gonna go with. This is a tough one, man. Yeah, I should have come <laughs> a bit come. better prepared. I know. I'm gonna, I find I, it. I'm gonna go with Ray Parler. Okay. Any because, reason behind that? Yes, he's a heavy drinker. He loves to party. <laughs> So, so you want to go to the partying? I'm going the partying, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. if we went to Ibiza together, us three, it would be a geezer trip. Oh, nice. There so you there you go. I like the, the, the angle you've gone with. Yeah. Like, Let's go hang out. Let's go hard. <laughs> Why not? Championship styles. <laughs> <laughs> would you watch, which game would you want to watch with him before you go out partying? 2002 FA Cup final because he scored a, a bomb against Chelsea. There nice. So watch a replay. Excited, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Lockie Bar's a Chelsea supporter, so we'll stick it up. And you can watch the, 20 to, the 2022 Cup final as well. Exactly the right. Federation Cup final there, yeah. Yeah, where you score your hat trick. <laughs> just watch the last 30 right, minutes. Right, right. Just look at this. <laughs> just watch the last 30 minutes. <laughs> now, mate, thank you so much for joining me. Nice. I really appreciate your time. And um, it's great to see the, the love you have for the club. And yeah. um, also the love from your family for the club as well, with all mm. being involved in the board and in the direction the club's going because LA City's got obviously uh, um, a very rich history in South yeah. Australia and uh, we need to preserve it. Exactly right. And even enhance and make it get even bigger for the future as well. And those are the, the exact words, that preservation and future. Yeah. Well, um, mate, I'm looking forward to the future and seeing where you guys go with the uh, Australia Cup. Hopefully it's not short-lived and yep. um, you can make it through to hopefully the uh, to be the, se- the second uh, LA team to make the grand final. Fingers <laughs> crossed, my imagine. man. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Johnny, thank you so much for having me. I greatly appreciate the time. Loved every minute of it and can't wait to listen to many more episodes in the future. I oh, can't wait, mate. And I'm hopefully, uh, the, amount of, the amount of time you've been in the local game, I'm sure your name's going to be mentioned a lot more like Nigo has as well. And uh, I think he's getting a big head. The amount of he's been mentioned. <laughs> yeah. I just hope it's all good from my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it will be, mate. Um, absolute pleasure to have you on board. Thank you again, man. That was the face of Adelaide City and uh, the... Uh, the man of the match for the 2022 Federation Cup final in South Australia, Adelaide City's Nicholas Bucco.
Make sure you subscribe to Kicking It Local wherever you get your podcasts so you can get a taste of the SA football community. Plus, follow at Kicking It Local SA on Instagram and Twitter so you don't miss any of the action. See you soon.